What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the first ever episode 15 of the Aussie Lag Games Cast. I am joined, as always, by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, Jack Gibbs. How you doing, brother? Doing well, man. How you doing? I am doing pretty well. I'm a little bit tired. A little bit, a little bit down in the dumps after this morning. We'll get to it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> other than that, I'm pretty, pretty good. Um, so tell me, my man, what have you been playing this week? You been playing anything special, interesting, great, amazing? Oh, interesting to me, but um, it's the same as last week. It's just a little bit of Sea of Thieves and a lot of PUBG. Um, very much in the zone. Love them both. Um, Still feeling that PUBG. Oh yeah, getting them chicken dinners. Um, been eating well this week, my friend. That's that that I can say. Um, plenty of chicken, but um, nah, not much to report. How about yourself? What have you been playing? I have played nothing but Avengers. All Avengers, oh, yeah. all time. Whenever I've had a spare chance, I play Avengers. And let me really tell you, this is I like this game. <laughs> like I was, I've been working on my review, and basically my review starts with a really interesting line and it's basically Marvel's Avengers is the buggiest craziest just (laughs) jankiest game I've played this year but fuck me do I love it like (laughs) holy shit like is is it just got that Marvel magic is that what it is it's got the Marvel magic like the story I finally finished the campaign which I was very happy about and I got to the end and it's a really good story. Like, a really good story. Um, Kamala Khan is probably now one of my favorite... Well, this version of Kamala is definitely now one of my favorite Marvel characters of all time. Like, even beating out some of the MCU representations of characters. Kamala in this game is, like... She is every Marvel fan ever. She geeks out over <laughs> the tiniest little things. She just feels like a greenhorn... But she's also, like, the heart of the team, uh, which the team really hasn't had... Well, this version of the team really hasn't had in quite some time. So she's she's the glue that really brings them back together and holds them together. And it's just such a good... It's, it's so good. Like, just when I feel like... It's like... Just when I feel like the story was starting to get predictable, it would come out with something that would just fucking blindside me and be like, whoa, fuck, did not see that coming. Or it would come with, like, some obscure piece of Marvel lore that only people that have been reading comics for most of their life would pick up on. And it's like, ooh, that's cool. I see what you did there. But, yeah, no, I I love the campaign. I feel like... um, I feel like the campaign was definitely worth the wait. But then there's everything else after the campaign. (laughs) Which is super fun, the first three times you do them, but then they just become repetitive as fuck. Like it's so is that what you would consider like the end game? No, it is. Sorry, that's game. a bad pun. Is, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's the end game. It's the grind. The issue is 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 much like much like the reasons I I, I, I step away and come back to Destiny and games of like that is, it just gets so repetitive to the point where it's just not fun anymore. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I've played this a hundred times. I know how to do this down to the last thing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's great for you, but, like, I need to have my... My my brain needs to be in gear, and when I'm doing the same thing over and over again, my brain goes into fucking sleep mode where it's just not fun for me anymore. The only upside I'm finding is... uh... So, in Destiny when you go and do higher level content, you have to do it with other people. Whereas in Avengers, when you go and do higher level content, you have 
AI companions that can help you. The upside to those AI companions is they're your AI companions. So they're your characters, your levels, your skill tree, your equipment. So like, it's really helpful for me when I'm rocking my Captain America build, which is like really, like I've got a really good gamma radiation build Captain America where I don't even need to get close to people and I can start taking them out. It works super well with my Miss Marvel, who is a pin, who's a pin particle build right now. So basically she punches people and they shrink down to small and then I can throw <laughs> my shield and basically just knock them all out in like a matter of minutes. And that feels really, really good. Whereas in Destiny, if you were doing high level content, you're on your own, that's it. Like if you didn't bring friends, you're fucked. Like there's no one to get you up, there's nothing to do. And it's just gets to the point where it's like, this sucks. I shouldn't have to play with people if I don't want to. Like I enjoy playing games alone sometimes. Sometimes I don't want to have to play with other humans who get things wrong or don't listen or want to do things their own way. At least when it's my characters, I, I've been having a lot of fun doing that sort of stuff. Like, how's the AI? I've tried to s- very good, like surprisingly good. good. Like yep. when I go down, they're instantly on me and I'm back up. Like they don't. I don't know. It's weird to explain. They don't fuck around. Like sometimes they do dumb shit, but most AI does do dumb shit. Like mm-hmm. if like someone's about to drop an AOE attack, they'll stay in the area when they could easily have gotten out. That's just the AI fighting another character and not taking advantage of, uh, not really taking notice of what yeah, I'm fighting. So, but yeah, but when we're all fighting the same enemy and stuff's going down and I initiate, like if I was to initiate, so when you get an enemy down to enough health, you can hit triangle and circle to initiate a heroic takedown. Your AI will be smart enough sometimes that like you'll initiate a heroic takedown and you like, there've been times where I'm like, man, like there's tag team heroic takedowns where I would be like, man, if I had Miss Marvel to help me do this takedown, I think we'd knock out all the health. All of a sudden, the AI is doing the takedown with me. Like, Miss Marvel's Dude, come over and she started doing it as well. And then all of a sudden, the dreadbot's destroyed. And it's like, when it's going, it feels really good. And then there's times where you're in a cutscene. And I had a real funny one this morning. I got up to do my... Um, do, I think I was doing my dailies for the characters that I hadn't done yet. And there was a mission with Captain America. And... Um, or was it Thor? It was someone. Anyway, their lip was glued to their top lip. So when they spoke, <laughs> only two little holes over to the side. And then during one cutscene, Captain America was standing there talking to Maria Hill. And then all of a sudden, his eyeball expanded and it looked oh. like it popped out of its socket. Oh. It was fucking weird. And I'm just sitting there laughing. And he's saying stuff like, we could do it if we work together. I'm like, you got to go to the hospital. Like, what is going on? Like, oh my God. And then sometimes Thor will randomly start dancing on the spot, like just running on the spot. And it's like, why do I, why am I playing this game? And then when I start playing it again and the bugs are gone and there's some real good dialogue and, and, and everyone's just meshing and the story's going great. And yeah, as long as I keep adding new content, like like when the Kate Bishop stuff, drop, stuff drops, I'm really hoping we get different mission types, not the same fucking areas with the same fucking objectives. I would really appreciate it if when they do it, they add new objectives, add new areas, add new mission types. Because I mean, when you add Kate Bishop, you're getting an archer. That's a completely different kind of character than anybody Mm -hmm. we've got at the moment. I think adding stuff like, you know, archery, 
sort of like centric sort of missions would be really good because then you could just have those be Kate Bishop missions and have you know your AI or your friends tag along I'm hoping they do stuff like that and I'm not stuck with when we get Kate Bishop we get like four or five really cool story and then we've got oh this is a villain sector it's just like every other villain sector except this is a new villain I do not want that that would be very very annoying would I play it though yeah probably like I'm really enjoying this game a lot I'm just hoping I can see this game I can here's the thing I can see people looking back at this game in five years when like Avengers Marvel's Avengers 3 is dropping and it's just this big expansive world because like not spoiling anything at the end of the campaign it really does allude to something bigger coming and I feel like all the DLC that's about to come out is going to lead into whatever Avengers 2 is going to be. I feel like... All the DLC is free, right? Like, everyone will be playing it. Yeah, so how it works is you could argue that you could have some story stuff in it a bit easier. Yeah. We got, on the launch day, we got a trailer for Kate Bishop, and I watched the trailer, and it leads into the fact that Clint, who is Hawkeye, is working with the enemy. So that in itself raises some questions. And if it's what Mm. I think is going on... That kind of explains itself. So basically, the Kate Bishop is basically that awesome, story. Yeah, that story part one, and the Hawkeye is the conclusion to that story. So I feel like by the end of Kate Bishop's arc, we'll have knocked Clint out of his brainwashing, and then that's why you play as Clint in part two, and he's probably going to go after. Oh yeah. To stop them and get back at them for. It's really hard not to spoil stuff to get back at them for brainwashing him well, it I, looks like they've planned a really big story and like uh, I, I hope it pays off because I'm, I'm invested now it's lots of fun <laughs> I can tell like I'm having lots of fun I think it's really really good well this at this stage I look forward to uh, jumping on um, with the launch of the new consoles I think that's when I'll be I'll be there um, hell yeah because it's, it's yeah I mean you know, yeah sure there's some bugs and stuff but I'm you know I obviously had some you know the beta wasn't solid on PC or anything, but um, story-wise, it just sounds so captivating. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So good. Oh, I'm very much so looking good. forward to the review, although if it's spoiler-filled, uh, I might not be watching for a while. I will I will, I will, I will do my best. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for anybody, because to me, this story, it's not as impactful as Marvel Spider-Man, but at some points, fuck, does it feel as powerful. Like, from prominent moments in the Spider-Man story, like the ending and certain events that happen at the end of the game with certain characters who things happen to them. (laughs) By the end of this game, like, this game has a lot of heart and Kamala is that heart. So when she feels something, you feel it too. So there's a real good moment at the end of the game that really tries to bring a tear to your eye and you've really got to draw on your inner don't be a pussy to not cry <laughs> it's really really hard but it's it's, it's a really good game I, I loved it. I loved the campaign from start to finish it was great and it only took about like 10-12 hours so it's not oh, overly nice. long yep. yeah it's it's a good little romp which really teaches you what this game is going to be going forward and I'm all for it I had heaps of fun I'm very glad to hear that man very glad yeah. shall we uh, shall we talk about the week that was because let's 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 do this. Fuck me sideways, running. It was a big week. Y- yeah, it what? Yeah, it fucking was. What the fuck? Summer of gaming's over. 
stop yeah and then it just I've had enough fucking drops <laughs> it's so bad it's kind of like Jeff Keeler's like oh, okay I'm done and now everyone's like oh shit let's drop everything we told Jeff he couldn't have and like, <laughs> yeah just give it to Jeff oh, would have been easier man. so um I guess it all started well I don't know if I'm doing it in chronological order but uh the the big thing started with many more leaks of the Xbox Series S online oh God. Many leaks, animations leaked, names leaked, prices leaked, everything leaked. So, yeah, at, at well, a good time for Australia, first... but in the middle yeah. of the night for America, this happened. Yeah, and the hey, Xbox... suck it. How much shit happens in the middle of the night over here? Suck it for once, America. Oh suck yeah, it. couldn't agree more. That's, this is what that's it what it's feels like. like. Us. <laughs> Every Eat time, it, bitch. <laughs> that's why when we wake up, nothing's left to pre-order because you fuckers are always awake for it. Yeah, <laughs> suck it. Um, and the Xbox social media team, um, I guess they all got on their computers and fucking made things happen. Because I think they it was responded like, in the best way possible. Yeah, because like it was like what two hours later they acknowledged the leak, and then like two hours the- after that. Oh yeah, what, what? Did you did you see the meme? Yeah, I don't know what it's called though. <laughs> it's the know. monkey puppet. I think it's called monkey okay. puppet. Isn't that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, little monkey puppet looking back. That was the best way to do it. Oh my god, I laughed so hard. It was so good. It was oh. awesome. And then what? I two hours you, later, they bloody kicked into gear. Oh, I sorry, bet you, like that is definitely what Phil looked like when he looked at his computer. Like, oh <laughs> fuck! Like no, the poor fucker that had well, to wake well, him up. <laughs> It only yeah, it only got announced. Well, if if what they're saying is true, it only got announced a week earlier than it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's true, so, and that's why all these assets are ready to go, and all this all this material, yeah, exactly. and announcements, and whatever. Because um, yeah, then they announced the price, the look of it, and then what, like four hours later, then they basically showed off a trailer of it. And then a few hours later, they showed like off a deep dive, like a ten minute video about it. Fucking! Then they announced the Xbox Series X price. <laughs> then they announced the release dates. I don't, I don't know about the order of all this, but like, what are two fucking days? Um, so the details are: the Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X are releasing November tenth, which I believe is a Tuesday, which is quite interesting. Um, uh, in American pricing, it'll be three hundred dollars and five hundred dollars, and in Australia, that equates to five hundred dollars and seven hundred and fifty dollars. Um, Kyle, where do you stand on the pricing? How do you feel? What's what are your thoughts? <clears throat> um, I think it's right. Yeah, I think that's right. That's I think that's where we expected it to be. Yeah, um, I mean, and I think. Yeah, it's they not, did a good job getting it there. It's not so cheap that you're going to go out and buy two or three of them, but no, no, I feel no, like no, the no, value's no, yeah. right. Yeah, I, like, yeah, it's exactly where I thought it would be. So I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm. I'm happy. I don't have to pay more than I thought I did. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just. It just feels like you. They left it so late. Like. I feel like this game of cat and mouse that PlayStation and Xbox had going on is just bullshit. Like, no one, no one is mad. I, I've not seen anybody mad about the pricing. Um, nah. And if anybody is, it's probably because I'm not on your shitty pages watching you guys argue about who's got the better console. I'm too <laughs> old for that shit. 
Um, yeah. Console war's over, guys. The consumers won. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I think the price is a good price. It's a fair price, and yeah, I, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. What do you reckon? Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'd rather it be fifty bucks each, and that'd be great. But um, in terms of value and a realistic price point, I I don't think we could get much better. Like, like if you compare it to PC gaming, like a desktop computer that's capable of doing what the Series S can do would set you back. Um, just get to throw out a grand of Australian dollars, maybe more, like maybe towards fifteen hundred, honestly. And then for 4K yeah. gaming, I mean, the graphics card alone is going to cost you a grand, like, <laughs> let alone you need, a, you know, to get a Series X CPU or just an Xbox Series CPU, I guess, um, is going to set you back hundreds of dollars, let alone the motherboard, let alone the RAM, let alone the SSD, let alone the fucking case, the power supply. You know, it comes with a controller, you know, keyboard and mouse isn't free. Um, so I I think the value is tremendous. Um, the Series S, I feel... I know they didn't plan for it to be this on trend, but the fact that there's like a global recession happening and there's a cheaper variant of the console, um, I guess it worked out well for them. Obviously, they would prefer we not be in a pandemic, but um, mm. that console is positioned quite well in terms of price. Um, I don't know how well it'll do in Australia. From the online polls that I've seen, yeah, people are happy about it, but like with our internet and stuff, I don't think anyone's like get to choose it actively uh, where, where do you sit on that like with the no disk drive and the um actually that's really the only thing that sort of differentiates it completely i guess um i've i've no i've never been i'm a hard advocate for physical media like i i i just it's too early to be releasing consoles that are just digital i mean if you want to release one like the s which is just an option fine when we get to that point where, hey, this is the new Xbox, there are no discs for it, this is what it is, well, you guys want to fucking hope that all of Australia and all of Europe and all of the random countries in the world have fucking really fast internet because otherwise you're going to have a lot of people complaining. I just think it's way too early. It's like, until everyone is on equal footing, I wouldn't even bother with half this shit. It's just, I prefer to have a disc. That's my thing. It's always been my thing because, I mean, look at stuff like, for example, just because it's fresh on everybody's mind, Scott Pilgrim, like that got taken off the store. You know what I mean? Like that was gone and no one could get it. It wasn't mm. even on disc, like, but people who had it, had it. You know what I mean? Like I would prefer to have something on a disc. So in years to come when the internet like farts out or like, you know, suddenly all of your games were deleted off your hard drive and now you have to fucking go back in and re-download them all and all that stuff. I'd rather just have a disc rather than fuck around with hard drives and the possibility of losing stuff or you know having issues where I went to buy it online and suddenly something fucked up so I've been charged twice for something because I know someone oh, that, that happened me. to that happens so often like mm -hmm. as someone that works in retail the retail industry like it happens so much whether that's online or it registers or yeah like it's a problem and I wish people would acknowledge it more there was uh, someone I know they went to buy it was like 150 the $150 edition of Call of Duty Modern Warfare they went, they went and bought it like 3 or 4 months ago because they are like everyone's talking about it I want to give it a go before the new COD comes out and we're like yeah go for it he went to buy it and he paid for it 
and it didn't start downloading. And he went back in and he assumed that if he clicked on it, it would just start downloading because he paid for it. He went in and clicked on download and it charged him again. He then contacted PlayStation and was like, hey, look, you guys took an extra $150. Like, I'd like to get that back. PlayStation said there was nothing they could do about giving him the money back. All they could do was allow him to download another game of that price. What? That's what they told him. So they acknowledged the double charge? Yes. And then did nothing about it? After he was on the phone for six hours. So a part of me feels like maybe they didn't see the double charge and they realised he wasn't going anywhere and they weren't going to fucking give him money back. So take the game. Just take a game. If it gets rid of you, take a game. Which is really fucking bad. (laughs) Just like general advice on that issue. Um, I think you can go to your bank as well. And what I have found in my experience is like often the retailers would prefer you go to the bank. Which I'm not sure if I agree with that necessarily, but um, that's that's the advice I've always received. Um, yeah. It fucking happens too much, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say. It just pisses me off, to be honest. Like, you have all these systems in place, you push everyone towards the store, and then you fucking don't have a customer service line. That's great. And even if you do, you're on the phone for six hours. Like, fuck me, that's... It, at, at some point, they're just hoping that you realise it's not worth waiting on hold for that long to get your money. Like, you're better off doing something else, which is yeah. disgusting. Um, See, so yeah, I, I share the same concerns about the digital-only side of the console. The mm. solution, very simple, a USB external disk drive would solve a lot of problems because I yeah. understand that the disk drive would change, like, the size of the console and a few other things. I don't think it's any, like I think it would be really consumer friendly to have an external drive available. See, I agree. In the future, if they were to go all digital, but give me the option to buy a disk drive to place inside of it, I would totally do that. I wouldn't grizzle because, like you know, like I mean, sure, it's going to cost them money to make optical drives and then media and then the discs and stuff. But like, you're going to find that those discs are going to sell no matter what. Like, you've got like people everywhere who aren't going to have super fast internet aren't going to know what to do with their internet or you know when grandparents are going to buy kids games they like to go in and buy them the games they don't go in and buy them a gift card because it's like they don't know what they're doing so it's just easier when you say grandma can I have Grand Theft Auto 5 to go in and buy a disc (laughs) rather than you know you take your ID with you exactly it's just oh it's so silly I yeah uh, it I don't know like we could go on about it but like there's just not much more to say I guess like it's it's just shitty that that's where we've been pushed towards and uh, <laughs> it feels shitty to say we should be just grateful that the X has a fucking drive at this point but um, that is a bit shitty and the PS5 obviously they've seen the same data like people are shopping on their own store more whatever whatever like it, you know they're obviously both going that way but um, it's just weird to me that an option isn't available but guess that's where yeah. we find ourselves yeah um, we've got here on the list are pre-orders so pre-orders are opening up on September 22nd for both Series S and Series X um, at EB quite interestingly you can only pre-order them online with a $200 deposit um, which I think uh, did you message me saying that it should stop scalpers or did I just read that somewhere else but I agree <laughs> like that that yeah, will hopefully help I mean that should help like can't hurt yeah, I mean, 200 bucks is a lot to put down on something. So, I mean, if you want to get, like, it's... 
one per customer that always helps making it a $200 deposit will definitely fucking help um, it is annoying uh, that it's online only because those websites are gonna fucking crash <laughs> Eevee have crash. They, they seem to have improved it a bit. To be fair, not I've, not enough, but a bit. <laughs> here's the issue: if they've made it online only, right? I think that that is really really dumb, especially when they had that like issue your interest, right? The thing where it's like come in and register, register your interest, and you could do it in store. And if you registered your interest in store, you had to put down a deposit for the register to show that you were you were actually keen I think it was like 30 bucks oh really so for them now to yeah so for oh. them now to turn around and go hey like go back and get your 30 bucks no one's got Monopoly here it's going on sale at the same time one per customer 200 bucks blah 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 and then JB Hi-Fi turns around the next day and goes hey there's no there's no limit on how many you can get $50 deposit and it's almost like why are you trying to why are you trying to spit in EB's face right now JB Hi-Fi just fucking do what you normally do there's no arguing here like half like the website is gonna crash I can just see it and the people are gonna go to JB Hi-Fi I just wish they'd done a thing where it's like hey the stores are opening each store has been allocated a certain amount please go to the store First in best dressed, and an amount will be uh, allocated for for uh, on sale at this time. Blah blah blah. Uh, it's just uh, it's really really dumb. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we, I don't yeah, get it. talking to someone that lives in Melbourne, probably a different experience in terms of how happy they are about it. But mm. I guess from their perspective, it's fair or whatever. But I do agree. I I enjoy going into EB to buy shit. So. And I mean, um, they're, they're giving us the option to have it sent to store. So I assume that means we'll be able to pay it off in the store because that's happened before where I've got something sent to store and I've been able to pay it off. I hope so. Uh, I don't like the, their pre-order system on their website. I, this I might hate be con- it. Okay, I, I thought maybe I'd be alone on this, but I hate no, that. Like, it. I almost wish you could just pay it off in full straight up on the site or at least had the option like especially when you're pre-ordering like a pack of fucking playing cards or whatever and it's like we're gonna take five dollars today and we're gonna take ten dollars next week it's like oh jesus now i gotta make sure i mean you know ten dollars might not be a big deal but you know if you are pre-ordering something like a collector's edition that was sold out you gotta make sure you got money on the card or the right account or whatever and sure they might try twice or whatever like i don't know just it's just too much to think about especially if you're pre-ordering something that's coming out in like a year's time but yeah maybe you shouldn't pre-order if it's coming out in a year's time I I don't know but it just gives me anxiety I've had to pre-order so the last few times I've been I've I've like pre-ordered stuff that was going to sell out straight away I've been in like the US or I've been away so I wasn't able to get to my store so I've had to pre-order like Avengers I had to pre-order online and Last of Us had to pre-order online both and Ghosts of Tsushima and all three times I had issues. Like the very first time, they were trying to take it off a card that I no longer had, even uh. though I, bit, I I went to the store and asked how to change it. They said, call this number. I called the number. I spoke to the lady. Very nice lady. Great time. She changed it. She said, cool, please go to the website and confirm that this is the new card. Went there, confirmed it was the new card. Told her that I'd like to change every other one, please. She changed every other one of my pre-orders to the new card. Was confirmed, right? Fucking Last of Us is coming out. 
I check my emails two days after they apparently try to take the money out. I get an email saying that there was insufficient funds on the card. I looked at the card number. Yeah, it's because the card doesn't fucking exist anymore. So I got online and I spoke to them and they said, oh, there was an issue with the thing. I said, how? I checked it. I seen that you changed the details. You told me you changed the details. They said, sorry, we've had an issue. They're all changed now. We'll take it out now. And then I think I got like Last of Us a day late or something like that. Something like that. So I went to fucking EB and bought a copy on the day because I wasn't having anybody spoil it for me. So then Ghost came out. I had to go to EB and buy a copy of Ghost again because Ghost of Tsushima came nearly a week late because they decided, right, uh, to take the money out. So they took the money out the day before um, the weekend. Ghost was coming out on the Thursday of the next week. They took the money out on the Friday. Right? Then I got an email on a Monday confirming that the funds had been taking out and that everything was getting ready to ship. Ghost of Tsushima came out on the Thursday and they shipped my collector's edition on the Wednesday, the day before. I was fucking livid. I'm like, why the fuck did you not just take the money out last Thursday? Because they send you an email telling you to have your money ready a week in advance. Right, okay. So I had gotten an email the week before telling them telling me that next week they were taking the money. They took the money next week, like literally seven days later on the next Friday, only to send it to me the day before the game was supposed to come out. And then I it, they sent it to me the day before the game came out and I did not receive it until Tuesday of the next week. So I had to go to EB and buy a copy. Like, the boys there are super good. I buy a copy, I bring it back, they give me my money back. They've always been really good like that. And then Avengers. Oh, man, Avengers I was getting real fucking angry with. I was so mad. But, uh, yeah, Avengers was the first time they sort of got it right where they took the money out, they sent it, and it got here the day after it was supposed to get here. Like, well, not too bad considering out. the Australia Post delays at the moment. Yeah, they took it out. They took the money out on the Wednesday, sent it on a Thursday, and it got to me on a, on on the Wednesday of the next week. So I was like, "That's fine. It's only a day late. At least I didn't have to go and buy another fucking copy, and then have to take it back." That that didn't bother me. But their online thing is just so fucking bad. Like, not being able to pay off pre-orders is fucking difficult, especially when it's like collectors. Like, I pay my collector's editions off. That's how I've always done it. Every week after I've paid my bills, got my groceries, you know, if I've got any money left over, I've got 10 bucks left over, I'll go put it on my pre-order. That way that started to get chipped off. And normally by the time the game comes out and I go in the store, they're like, you got 20 bucks left to pay off, dude. You want to just pay it off? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just pay 20 bucks. Like, it's only 20 bucks. It's taken me a year to pay off fucking 500 bucks. But, you know, like at $10 a week, you just don't notice. Yeah, then you're not stung at the end sort of thing. And now they want me to give them $200... And then they're eventually going to take an additional 500. I'm hoping I'm going to be able to pay it off in store, like a little bit every week, so at least it's not such a massive hit when it finally comes out. It's just oh, it, not great. No, and oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, anything I add to what you just said is not really like it's just yeah. I feel you. I feel your pain. And for a company that's so into pre-orders, like. I yeah. feel like, um, you know, they ask you every time you buy something there, it's like, do you have anything to pre-order say? It's like, oh, well, actually, I'm in a different state to where I normally live. Like, I feel so bad. It's like, if I'm not driving back to pick it up. Um, oh, man. Okay, so that, that covers, I think, most of the Xbox Series X and S related stuff. Um, I did just want to mention that EA Play 
formerly EA Access or Origin Premiere or fucking God knows what, is being added to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and Xbox Game Pass for PC for no additional cost. Um, fucking great news. Fucking great Checkmate. news. Checkmate. Checkmate. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> now go and get Ubisoft Plus or whatever, the, Ubisoft whatever the fuck, what do they call it? Um, oh, I don't know. Ubi- Something plus their streaming thing where you get access to all the could be you if you play get plus, them, maybe? you play plus. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. Once now, Xbox. Once you get them, you've cornered market. Don't worry about nothing. All good. Don't worry about nothing. Go get yeah. Assassin's Creed. Go get Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, all old Splinter Cells. You'll be fine. Did Did you Did you get from this announcement that like this will be like a you know just for a year or two? Like to me, it seemed like a for, not a forever thing, but like. We aren't just adding this as a bonus. Like, this is now part of Game Pass. Oh, yeah. This... The way this... Well, it, it's not. But the way it sort of felt... It felt like an acquisition. That's what it felt like. It's like, we yeah. have, we now own EA Play. They are a part of us. It was just such strong wording. Um, mm. Great, great deal. I mean, it, so EA Play comes in two levels of... Um, uh, access, I don't know, fucking whatever. Two levels of quality. One's twenty bucks a month, and that gives you everything EA related, day one, ahead, whatever. That that's the premium tier. And then there's the seven or eight dollar tier, which gives you everything like six months after it comes out. That's the tier they're throwing in the Game Pass. But mm. I actually think that sort of just feels right in a sense that okay, we're not paying any extra, so we can't complain and secondly like you know a lot of good things in Game Pass come six months after they've come out or a year or you know oh, yeah. Yeah, Red yeah, Dead yeah, wasn't definitely. day one but we're very grateful to have it day 400 I don't know um, this this feels like a really just appropriate announcement and a really quality this feels, thing this feels like a great upside for EA in my opinion because I mean mm. you've got you'll have more people touching your games you'll show that you're willing to play well with others because I mean they've not shown that in the past no, at all not. Um, I'm sure Xbox paid for it, but I mean, like, imagine, like, EA's like, well, when it first comes out, people on our streaming service can play it straight away. Six months later, if you're on Xbox and you have the opportunity to play, like, the new FIFA without having to go out and spend $60 on a game that you've already played a hundred fucking times, because there's sometimes you just sit there and you're like, man, like, I could play FIFA right now. Dude, I fucking, I had this fucking conversation during the week. I'm like, I buy FIFA every three to four years, and yeah. that that is more than enough. I... I Honestly, I don't even know if I want to buy it again, to, to be honest. Like, I'll just go and play an old one at this point. But I'm like, fuck me. If I can get FIFA 20 on my PC... Like, fuck it's on Game Pass! The, the, the second game, uh, EA Play joins Game Pass for PC, I'm downloading FIFA 20 and having a game. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm mean, actually keen to have a round, you know? There's, like... Like, think about... Like, also got com- fuck. Command and, like, Command and Conquer, NBA... Um, like who knows what they'll do like they might do something special for Apex I don't know they might start doing more like Xbox theme stuff inside of the game that would be cool, be cool. like if yeah. you play Apex through Games Pass you get this super cool skin because like PlayStation Plus does that a lot with like Fortnite Apex okay. and all that like you know. get different different packs and skins and stuff so that would be cool if Xbox got some sort of deal there Command and Conquer would be so good they just did the remaster Command and Conquer remaster on Games Pass holy shit that's a slam dunk True. for the PC community there that's I a wonder, major slam dunk actually all the Google. Sims well, I all wonder the how Sims much content holy I was gonna say shit. I wonder how quickly expansion packs from the Sims join EA Play mm, that's a good question their website holy shit not- 
I will play the Star Wars if if Sims becomes part of Games Pass. I will play the Star Wars Sims thing. Sims is I will not, so I will not hesitate. Let me read out what is available on EA Play for Xbox One. So we're talking Rocket Arena, Need for Speed Heat. Say what you want, but that's a pretty new game. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Plant for Zombie, FIFA 20, NHL 20, Madden 20, Sea of Solitude, Anthem, Battlefield 5, FIFA 19. Oh, okay, we're uh, you know all, all the sports games. <laughs> uh, Unravel, yeah. A Way Out, Burnout Paradise, the UFC games. Like this is this is huge because oh Battlefront, yeah Sims 4. Uh, oh, this is the Xbox One, so it's Sims 4 console, but like. Is Fallen uh, Order in there? No, but I imagine it's at that point where it wouldn't be that far away. Like, as in, um, you know, potentially it'll be a year after When's, it came uh, out. When does this start? The uh, later EA this play year. Part of, uh, I'm guessing November. Wouldn't it be so? Wouldn't it be so cool if the day they're like, guess what? Today's the day. EA Play is now part of Xbox Games Pass, and to help celebrate, if you guys get on your Xbox right now, we've just added Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order to the fucking. That would be. That'd be server people. Fucking good. Woo! I'd be down for that. Pumped. It doesn't say if it has the Sims 4 expansion packs or not, but it would have to have some of them. I mean, the game's not much these the days. Adam. Yeah, the games run off that shit. Like they're yeah. they're very important. <laughs> um, yeah, what what an announcement though! Like, what a real just that's, fuck yeah that's moment. That's a flex. That's a flex. That's a mad yeah. flex. Tell that's you what's interesting, flex. actually. Like, if if just a small tangent, but EA supported the Xbox One at launch more than any other publisher, mm-hmm. and I would say it burnt them a little bit. Just, just, just a little yeah. bit. Not, not too much, but just, just a little bit. You know, touch the stove and it's a bit hot. Um, it seems like they're doing it again. I don't think they'll get burnt this time. But no, that, that to me says, oh, like you know, Microsoft must be selling something good to publishers and developers. Like they, they must be on board with this system. That's not yeah. to take away from the rival, but I just gives me a little confidence to see a move like this made. Yeah. Yeah. Quite keen. Yeah, I mean... It's good. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, and, but like, people who love FIFA, they're still going to buy it. Like, it's not going to change... It's not going to down FIFA sales. I can't imagine that that greatly because no, I'm not someone who's going to buy care. it. And if I was going to buy FIFA 20, it's not until it's 40 bucks in the bargain bin. It's not... Yeah. It's not day one. Here's the thing with FIFA and NBA. EA don't give a fuck if you go out and buy it. The thing is, they don't give a fuck if you play it... If you buy it on disc, if you buy it digitally, if you go and pay... If you get it on Games Pass, if you get it on EA Origin Live or whatever, they, EA Play Live or whatever they're calling it now, the only thing they care about is they don't care where you play it or how you play it as long as you're spending money on those fucking card packs and yeah, those so fucking shoe packs. That's a really good point. They really don't care. They just want to make sure that when you've spent money on the game, you're spending a fuck ton in the game. That's yeah, so what be, they're Let's be very clear. The Game Pass for. version will not come with bonus fucking in-game currency. <laughs> it will not come with any of that. Because, I mean, that's what's going on in EA's mind is like, oh, that's even more people on another ecosystem that can spend money in our game. Because a lot of people would think, oh, well, you know, I've just downloaded FIFA. I've only paid blah, blah, blah to pay it. You know, maybe I should put some money into the game to give back to the developers. You're not giving back to the developers. You're giving money to the shareholders. That is the Mm. unfortunate truth of the matter. Yeah. One one last comment from me. Um, And you're welcome to add to it, of course. I think this really validates Game Pass. Like, mm-hmm. if you compare Game Pass to EA Play, Game Pass is the better service. I'm not like that, that's for damn sure. 
it does also cost mm. more to be to be fair um but this really validates it because up until now like especially like i i, I use the pc version of game pass so I, I i come from that perspective but you've got all the microsoft titles and then you've sort of got just like random titles, like you you don't you don't see like oh here's the whole like Arkham franchise. You don't you don't really see that like level of support from publishers. This seems like the first time where a publisher has gone, yeah, here's our whole fucking catalog. You know, up until a year ago, or whatever. Um, and it really validates it. And they were quite clever from the PC perspective. It leaves beta um, in a couple of weeks, so it'll be going from five bucks a month to ten bucks a month. And they announced that on the same day they announced EA Play. So anyone that was feeling a bit uneasy about it, at least they just threw a big pot of fucking value in there. So, um, I mean, props to them. Good shit. Yeah, that's really, really good. Um, last Xbox thing I want to mention. Last last thing. Real quick. I saw a rumor online, and I don't know where the source is. I don't know if it has any validity whatsoever. But apparently there'll be a discless version of the Xbox Series X known as the Xbox Series V. I don't know what the V stands for. I don't know any other information. Um, I kind of hope it's not true, but my, my main thing was going to be, like, how many series letters do you think we're going to end up with? Like, I reckon we're heading towards four or five, to be honest. I just want... I don't... I don't know. That can't be real. Can it? I don't know. If you look at the teardown of the console, like it's sort of like in three verticals. You've got the cooling, you've got the motherboards, and then you've got the disk drive. They can just shave off the disk drive and the console just becomes two-thirds as thick all of a sudden. I, I don't know. It could be real. I just... Yeah. I think we're going to end this generation with a lot of series different devices. I want to see that series P phone, of course. I want to see the series T tablet. I want to see that series something C computer, whatever. Um, I think we're going to end with a lot of devices. I think I think Marcus is going to have more hardware this generation than every other generation combined. That's that's a little prediction I've got there. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope that's not real. So, I would hate to for people who are like I'd hate for people who really like are riding that I'm going to be all digital train who buy a Series X because they don't want a Series X because it's not as strong to suddenly next year be told that there's a discless version of the Series X that would be yeah. that would piss me off that would really piss me off <laughs> it's like I buy a console and then a year later you tell me the console that I would have preferred to buy at launch is now available and the only thing you've done is take out a disk drive that would piss me right off they should also so, call it the Xbox Series XL so it's like the Xbox Series X Limited like limited capabilities <laughs> I feel shit oh god <laughs> oh. I didn't actually talk about the specs difference between the X and the S, but I'll just quickly mention that the CPUs are about the same. Uh, I think it's like 200 megahertz difference in them. You wouldn't even notice. Um, the GPU is... So in terms of teraflops, whatever the fuck a teraflop is, you got 12 on the big boy and you've got four on the slim. So uh, that's a third, which is interesting. Like if you... like. If you get 4K and divide it by 3, you're sitting at about 1440p, and that's what they're aiming for. So the idea is that the games will be exactly the fucking same on both consoles, except for resolution. I love it. 
but imagine what a developer could do on an Xbox Series X at 1080p. Like, holy mm. shit. Anyway, um, RAM, slight difference in RAM just to account for the smaller textures on the smaller console. So I think it's like 10 gig instead of 16. Uh, SSD capacity, you're at a terabyte on the X and 500 gig on the S. A lot of people complaining about that online, but if you think about prices of NVMe SSDs, um, you would stop fucking complaining straight away. Um, they yeah, both the support the ex- SSD is a price thing. That's definitely yeah. yeah. I mean, the games will be slightly smaller as, as well, which would be good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, a 500 gig NVMe drive would I don't know, cost you 150 bucks. Like it's it's a significant proportion of the of the yeah. console. Um, it supports the expansion drives, which are awesome. I wish people would stop complaining about how expensive they're going to be. Yeah, they'll be pricey. SSDs are pricey. That's the way it is. Like. <laughs> like, like once you see the benefit of them you'll you'll come around um is there anything else I'm missing that's significant in terms of specs um now nah, all the same ports and that sort of stuff all, all full compatibility um yeah that's probably all that's worth mentioning to be honest alright should we stop talking Xbox for a minute sure <laughs> I feel like that was a lot um Ubisoft Forward is next on my list uh, uh, you watched it I didn't sounds yes. like I won <laughs> good job uh, good job what, what's the rundown what's the go what's good what's bad um so I'm going to give my honest opinion on Ubisoft forwards going forward should you don't watch them just check the internet the day before for all the spoilers <laughs> you don't I'm have to wait real... to these men. I'm really excited that I missed out on two of the big like two of the leaks I was smart I didn't go on the internet I've been very out of it these la- this last week last couple of weeks I've just been real down and out of it and not really myself so I haven't really been on the interwebs so I was like fuck it I'm gonna wake up early I'm gonna watch this Ubisoft forward I've not seen a fucking thing I'm gonna be super excited nah nah <laughs> it wasn't great it was we got some cool announcements like the Rainbow Six World Cup that looks really dope I can't wait to go to some of those live events come on Team Australia we can smash them um we got a look yeah well they're like hey we got new stuff for Rainbow Six to announce we just announced a World Cup here's new stuff for in the game it's stuff we learnt about weeks ago Sam Fisher's coming to the game Operation Shadow whatever it is has dropped now so you guys can all go play with Sam Fisher right now on the not test servers the actual servers so I'll probably check him out sometime during the week uh he looks really cool he's got a cool gadget uh, I think God, he's really going to siege in like fucking come play siege ten months. I will get the band back together. Come play siege. Oh, I just I, can't I've, on I've PS4. Been in out. I once the next gen consoles drop and we're playing siege at 120 frames and all that shit. I am I am keen as I just I I sit like the way my setup is at the moment. I sit quite far away from my TV and I feel like siege really requires being able to see everything like yeah like you know the, the smallest head peeking through a window that sort of stuff just kills me um yeah fair I, I think come November come November you can you can count on me cool I'm, I'm always trying to get people into play like I love Siege I think it's great I just think it's ten times more fun when you've got a team full of friends who you can talk to and well I think depend the, on <laughs> yeah but not only that it's it's four friends that you can let down and they might be mad, but they're not going to be so toxic like the community. Oh, the, the average person people. on that game is the yeah. fucking worst. I stand yeah. by that. That community is just a disgrace. Like, you you can you can have like you can just miss one one shot that you should have made, 
and the team's like voting to kick you. Like, oh, great, this is fun. Yeah, like, this, this yeah, is great. Like you know, it's bad. Spe- like yeah. how many times did I get voted to kick those few games we had on PS4? Like I, I spent like the only reason I didn't get kicked is because like we outnumbered them. <laughs> Yeah, it pisses me off. I mean, I'm playing casual for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I'm we not playing fucking, casual. That's right. Yeah, I'm not fucking the high level players that you guys jerk off over every day. I'm here to have fun with my friends. Yeah. Like, here's what pisses me off. You ready? All right, I'm gonna have a rant for a second. This All is right. what pisses me off. The me. amount of fucking people that are like, "Dude, you're so trash." Dude, you're so trash. I was playing Rainbow Six before you had fucking diapers on, bitch. I played <laughs> Rainbow Six in fucking PS One. I've still got it on my fucking shelf. I have been playing Rainbow Six before you knew what a fucking gun was, motherfucker. I will fucking find you, bitch. And I will fucking teach you how to play Rainbow Six. Fucking IRL. I've had enough of these pussy little schoolgirls fucking coming up in here and just talking trash. I'm here to play a game. I play... I paid for this game. I have every right to play this game as much as you do. Just like I have every right to be as trash at it as I want. If I don't want to get good at this game, shut the fuck up. Let me play my game. I didn't buy this game to have to listen to you bitch about me not being fucking Tuxbird, Bikini Body, Yummy, oh, all man, these people gross. that are so good at the game. And if you're so it's fucking just, good, go into uh, ranked, go in with the skill-based matchmaking, and fuck off. Thank you. Get out of casual, because it's casual. <laughs> like, I'm here to have a casual time. When I Jesus used to play Christ. ranked, I think I was in gold, I want to say. And, um, like, I was taking it seriously to the point where, like, you know, I wouldn't... I wouldn't just not, like, you know, you, you're listening, you, you're taking it as seriously as can be without, you know, going too far, of course. Yeah. And it was way less toxicity than casual. It was still fucked, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> what I feel, like, I agree. I feel like there's less to- toxicity in ranked because I feel like the casual players you're playing with are the people that think they're ranked. The ranked people are people that have been playing since day one and know how hard it is to get good at the game. Yeah. Like, they've given so much of their time to it. They know how difficult it can be to get into this game and get better. So when you're playing with the casual tryhards, they're like, man, like, I went platinum last last season, dude. Oh, man, I was so good. I was this, I was that. Oh, I'm, like, so good at playing Pulse. It's like, fuck off, man. God, Please, go fuck. away. <laughs> go away like you're so good at one game I'm amazing at 50 like I'll trash you in any other game you pick I'll fucking trash you in a bitch like I swear to god like oh but I'm sometimes. also not claiming to be good either you know what I mean like I'm not sitting there on chat going oh what's this like no yeah <laughs> no, oh, like fucking hell I just, I'm just there to have a good time come on I love Siege though like anybody out there don't get me wrong I don't hate Siege I just hate some of the communities I love Siege that they're is taking so it next gen as well Oh, so good. Well, their whole goal thing, they said all the way back when it was like year two, they're like, by the end of like people like, when are you going to do, yeah, when are you going to have Siege 2? It's like, after we have 100 operators in this game, we'll think about doing a sequel. And it's like, oh my goodness. You you madman. Then it got to the point where it's like, we're not adding any more maps. We're fixing old ones. It's like, you madman. You crazy people. That was always interesting, wasn't it? That was so good. Oh, so, so good. Oh, here we go. I've just Googled what, like, the next-gen versions of the game will um, will be. Yes. They tweeted out, I think, in the last day, actually. I think this yes, is- they announced it at Forward. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, they, so much stuff for Rainbow got announced at Forward. That was just plays so loud. Um, okay, I, I, I obviously missed that. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, 
upgrade Rainbow Six game for next gen consoles at no additional cost. You fucking beauty. You fucking beauty. Yeah. I need to go get a copy on Xbox for like ten bucks now. That's that's what I should go yeah, and do. Definitely. Before yeah, it's definitely. all too late. Um at 120 FPS at 4K. Fuck yes. Yeah. Fucking People fuck yes. excited. That game is gonna be awesome at 120 4K. Like like especially if you're playing like on a couch on a 4K screen, like you'll really benefit from that fidelity, I think, in a game like Siege. I wouldn't Definitely. say there's many games that you would benefit from 4K, to be honest. Like this this push for 4K I, I disagree with, but I think Siege will be be where it happens. Yeah. Definitely. Looking forward to that. Siege World Cup. Definitely going to try and catch some games wherever I am. If I'm on holiday and they've got a game going, I'll definitely try to go. I think that's going to be awesome. I love the vibe at esports events. It's just... It's so cool. It's like you see guys at football games lose their shit and like they're so excited. That's how I feel when I watch someone do like a fucking trick shot in Siege or something like that. It's like hypes me the fuck up. So it's even better when I'm in a room full of like-minded people getting super excited about it all. I really uh, need to get to the Melbourne esports next year. Yes, you should come. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so good. And like there's such a wide variety of games. It's really good. Like, uh, LOL, Overwatch. I had lots of fun at Overwatch, but I think Rainbow... Rainbow had the smaller audience, but my God, was it like... A passionate group. So passionate. And and it's just awesome sitting there, like, watching people play a game that you love at such a high level. And it's like, my God, do I want to be that good? Like, it compels you and makes you want to go home and try and get better. And then you log in and you get on there and someone calls you a pussy and a bitch and then you log back off again because you remember the community sucks. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... uh, it's really cool. Uh, the big things from Ubisoft Forward, because there's not really much to go into, they announced Steep, the guys who make Steep are working on a uh, skateboarding, air gliding, bicycle game. That looks awesome. I saw a screenshot of that. that looks cool. Mm. It looks really dope. And it's got like, it's got, it, it looks like it's going to be the, the game. Like the skateboarding, the BMX, the okay. Okay. XX game, sports game. It looks really, really good. Um, definitely worth watching the trailer. Everyone should go watch the trailer. It's it's really really good. Um, they announced that Scott Pilgrim was coming back. The alt like the complete edition with all the DLC and stuff. It's coming back to digital storefronts. Who knows how long for this time? They might take it away <laughs> again. So don't hesitate. Buy the motherfucking thing. Um, what else did they announce that was worth its salt? Oh oh, Prince of Persia is getting remade. Sands of Time is getting remade. The Prince of Persia game from two thousand and three. And it, people don't like how it looks. Oh no! But but I don't care if this if <laughs> I play this game and I get and I get the same feelings I did when I played it all the way back in two thousand and three and and it, if this sells enough and they suddenly are remaking like Warrior Within and and like the other ones in the trilogy, I'm so down for that. Um, very excited. Very very cool. Uh, Watchdogs, we got a really good look at Watchdogs. Um, they spoke more about all of the stuff. Uh, Aiden Pierce is coming back from the first Watchdogs game. That got me pretty hyped. Uh, he's got okay. a beard now, and he's and he's old, so that was awesome. Um, trying to think. Oh, Gods and Monsters got a name change to the stupidest fucking name ever. It's called like a Mortal Phoenix something or other. Stupid fucking name. Gods and Monsters was a better name. Should have left it the way it was. But it looks like it is a breath, a Greek cross Assassin's Creed Breath of the Wild 
with the sort of Breath of the Wild art style and an open world set in Greek mythology. That's cool. I'll give it a go. People are saying it's like a gift from God, but yeah, Ubisoft <laughs> Forward, not like, I think Ubisoft would have had a great year if their show was all in one thing. Um, but like we had an hour pre-show and then an hour show. Oh, what for that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah it was Ooh. stupid. Um, <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and, um, they put up a, Ubisoft was in trouble yesterday anyway. Uh, the CEO of the company, Yves Guimont, put up a video addressing the allegations and the Black Lives Matter movement and all this other stuff. People were attacking him saying, why didn't you guys put it in Ubisoft Forward, which is happening in a few hours? He said, due to time constraints, there's no room for it. Wasn't there excuse but last there- time? Yeah, but there was definitely room for it. There was <laughs> definitely room for it. There was at least... Out of the two hours, there was at least like an hour and 30 minutes they could have cut out and put that in instead. Oh, man. Like, the, the pre-show was a press release and the main show was like leaked stuff, which apparently Prince of Persia leaked. I missed that, thank God. So I was pretty hyped when that happened. Um, and apparently Scott Pilgrim leaked, so I'm, I'm glad I missed that. Oh, I but missed other than those two things, Yeah, other than those two things, I was kind of like, okay, Watch Dogs, cool. Oh, you've got one more thing? Oh, it's a bicycle game. It looks kind of good. Oh, it's it's pretty... It's like January. Okay, that's nice. Thank you. And then... <laughs> oh, then then at the end... Yourself, man. Well, then at the end, they're like, we'll see you at the next Ubisoft forward. And I'm like, no, you fucking won't. <laughs> no, you won't. I mean, I you feel watch for the it. next Obviously, one. coronavirus has caused a lot of yeah. this. But, um... I... I mean, gamers aren't good for this but sometimes saying nothing's an option yep you watch the next one I don't watch it'll have a really cool announcement so I'll be <laughs> fucking so angry um, oh. alright then uh, just briefly touch on Call of Duty's multiplayer was revealed uh, yep looks good you know yep. don't really have much else to say. looks like Call of Duty slightly improved uh, over the gone. one two years ago Cool. Yeah, Pick 10's gone. Really happy about that. Looks like individual maps will have individual game modes tied to that map. So stuff like oh, VRPS4. Um, I'm trying to miss that. Then. Disarming weapons and stuff. Um, well, the uh, d- what did you see of it? Did you watch the whole live stream? No. God, no. I watched like a three-minute uh, trailer on YouTube. <laughs> awesome. I watched the four-hour and 41-minute live stream. Can you um, hold so- up for a fucking minute? How many? What? You watched four hours and 40 minutes for that? Yeah. Did you just so sort of fucking, there was, like, fall over after it? Like, what? Oh, kind of. There was, uh, like, half an hour beforehand where all the trailers and the developers, and then there was, like, three and a half hours of um, streamers and influencers and people who made the game talking about the game and the different things. So, like, there's so many different types of maps on different games. Like, there's a map that takes place on three ships, and you use jet skis to get from ship to ship or zip lines. see that. There's Actually. sharks in the water, so if you're not careful, you get fucked up by a shark. You can snipe in the water. Yeah, each map has individual game modes. It's set across so many different locations. Operators are making a return, but not in the way that we think. It's sort of like the operators from um, Modern Warfare. They're kind of cosmetic. Um, Warzone is staying exactly the same. Warzone will not change. Everything you've bought for Modern Warfare will stay in Warzone. The only thing being added to Warzone is uh, Cold War season passes and Cold War weapons, like we like we said would be a so, smart thing to do. So there'll be campaign multiplayer zombies in Warzone. That'll be like like Warzone will sort of just carry along because it's free. Warzone, yeah. Warzone will keep going. 
They're yeah. only going to add Great the war zone. They're not Great taking call. anything away. Yeah. yeah, they're just going to keep adding to it. Yeah, um, cool. which will be interesting because the Black Ops engine and the Warzone engine are completely different. So that would mean that jumping across, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Whatever, yeah, but here's the thing. Whatever weapon they're making for Black Ops, they will also need to remake in a different engine to work in Warzone. So that should be interesting. No gun is going to feel the same. So the gun you're using in multiplayer and campaign on Cold War is mm. going to feel completely different from the gun you're using in Modern Warfare. That's going to be very interesting to see how people go from jumping across because we've had the luxury of the multiplayer and Warzone being on the same engine the last year. So it'll be an interesting sort of way to see how it jumps. I think we've got our first taste of what the guns will feel like with um, the Frank Woods character and his weapon being added to the game when you pre-order Cold War digitally. Um, okay. I've had a chance to play with that gun. Feels very good. Feels exactly the same as most of the guns. Just got that real nice Cold War look to it and sort of the sort of like the Black Ops sounds, which I kind of like. It sort of sounded more like a gun that you would have shot in Black Ops. Like it's sort of the muffled sort of sound on an M16, which was really, really good. But yeah, I look forward to seeing what they do. Um, lots of changes. Pink Ten Dawn. I'm surprised it's so feature rich. Like I'm surprised there's so much to mm. it. Um, we learnt nothing about zombies. So there's a whole another live stream we're probably going to get where they tell us about zombies. Do yourself a favor. Don't watch it all. <laughs> yeah, probably not. No, probably not that one. But zombies does look to be going back to a more horror sort of yeah nice um, thing. But yeah, we learnt a lot from the. Cod live stream probably to the point where it's almost like we've learned we know this is going to be drastically different it's going back to a more arcadey shooter which some people are going to love like you can't mount to walls you can't do certain things that you could do in modern warfare but yeah, yeah no, it looks cool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it looks great I'm excited for the campaign yeah yeah that, that does look good no definitely keep an eye on that um sorry I didn't mean to waffle no, no I'm glad you did I learned more I literally thought it was a four minute video and that was that was it um Gee, four hours. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that. Um, yeah, it, was, it was fun, though. I got to see some good gameplay. Yeah. I bet. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, next story. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. It's about the PS5, if you want to right, take it away. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, your boy, Kyle Sinclair, nearly bought a 10000 US dollar... Uh, <laughs> PlayStation 5 I'm laughing at myself no I, I almost bought a $1,100 PlayStation 5 controller $1,000 why? because it's gold there is a company called Truly Exquisite uh, they have announced a 24 karat 18 karat rose gold and platinum finish PlayStation 5 console all of these consoles are starting at $10,000. So the 24 karat PS5 console is roughly, and this is in United States dollars because I accidentally closed the tab I had with Australian dollars, 10,341 United States dollars. Um, the uh, 18 karat rose gold. Yes, the uh, 18 karat rose gold is $10,472. And the platinum PlayStation 5 is 10,602 United States Dollars, which equates to in Australian fourteen thousand five hundred and twenty-seven dollars and twenty-six cents. That's a lot of dollary dues. That is a lot of dollary dues for something that's probably going to get broken the second someone starts playing Demon Souls. Well, at least you're going to be able to melt it down and get some of your money back. All right, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much for listening, everybody. That's all I wanted you to know is that you will never know how much the PS5 is by trying to break it down because these consoles are just crazy. And I really hope that Snoop Dogg and Jeff Keighley and all the people, Kojima, everybody who's got the money to buy that really enjoy their 24-carat piece of shit. 
<laughs> Back to you, Jack. Twenty-four karat visa shit. Love it. Thanks for the ad break. <clears throat> Uh, alright next on the list is just briefly they've announced a Fortnite version of the Nintendo Switch got nothing more to say I'm just surprised that they have that um, mm-hmm. and then last on the list is Nintendo Switch Pro rumours now I think mm-hmm. you've been keeping a little bit of a closer eye on them than I have did you I want to I been watching Good to hear. Do you want to break down what, what it's about? What, what, what's going so on? So basically we have two rumours at the moment. The first rumour... Two uh, new rumours, by the way, because it's been like yes, 40 in the news. past. Yep. Yeah. So these two new rumours are indicating that a 4K console may be less than a year away only because uh, apparently rumoured and seen everywhere by Wario tweeted about it, Shinobi tweeted about it, Nabelle tweeted about it, that uh, Nintendo are talking to their third party and first party studios telling them to make the for all games that they're working on the foreseeable future 4K ready. Now this is just a rumor. There's no confirmation yet from Nintendo or anybody else. It's just hit the rumor mill. So this could mean if they're asking for the games to be 4K ready now that games releasing next Christmas will probably be that 4K Switch Pro launch window. Uh, which would lead, like, lend credence to the fact that that's probably why we haven't heard much from Nintendo this year. They were probably going to announce a 4K Switch Pro, um, and that's why um, we haven't heard from them. The second thing is uh, something that um, there's been a lot of speculation about the Nintendo Switch Pro not being a switchable console, meaning that it will only be plugged into your television, not actually a handheld console. We have a bit more to go on now. A new pattern has leaked. So there's a new Joy-Con, which is speculated to be for the rumored 4K Nintendo Switch Pro, um, that is railless. So it doesn't actually connect to a tablet. It is just a Joy-Con that works with a sort of like TV kind of looks like the old it kind of it kind of reminds me of a Wiimote but you have two Wiimotes one with a D-pad and one with the uh, face oh, no. buttons <laughs> so um yeah I mean I think that's just for I think that would just be for the ease of making sure that every single game is playable on everything um because I mean mm, it would yeah, be really fair. like with games like um Mario Galaxy coming out uh, if they were to release a patch that would support 4K on Mario Galaxy, like, I doubt it would happen. It's just an example. Mario Galaxy is, like, uh, traditionally a Wii game with a nunchuck and a remote combo. So, um, if people want to play in that sort of format the on the Pro, they would need to have Joy-Con separate. I can see people... I can see this Switch Pro coming out 4K. Hey, it's going to be great. But it doesn't come with the Joy-Con. It comes with a Pro controller. And the... Yeah. Railless Joy-Cons could just be uh, an extra in case you wanted to play certain games that have already come out, like Let's Go Pokemon, or games like Mario Galaxy or Mario Galaxy 2 if they ever bring that out in the future. But yeah, that's all we have, all the knowledge we have on the rumoured 4K Switch, and I just hope it happens. I would be really excited if it did, but yeah, that's all we have. Mm, that's interesting. So you mentioned that it won't be portable. It's the first time where I've sort of been able to get my head around the idea of a 4K switch because a 4K yes. switch that's portable uh, just doesn't compute. Like, it would have to be either a massive tablet, ha- like, not not be able to go 4K on the go. Like, I, I don't know. Like, just, like, at a technical level, I just yeah. don't understand. But saying that it's not portable, now that makes sense. And going by the Xbox Series SX system, 
if it's like exactly like four or five times more powerful than the portable switch then potentially the big advantage of that system is oh it's the same game it's just scaled like it's just four times the resolution and you know maybe some extra frames or whatever um yeah very exciting very exciting i mean yeah i don't know how much more there is worth mentioning but i, I hope it's true as well would be oh, good yeah, to see. i hope it's true and would also uh mean like it would also indicate that the switch is going to last a while which is good because everyone has one or not necessarily has one but everyone appreciates the console i think mm. yeah we are out of news topics surprisingly we were going to be quick. <laughs> Didn't happen. We were. Did not happen. Do we uh, want to talk games we're looking forward to this season, or do we want to save that for next week? Your call. Um. Uh, I say we... Let's talk about a couple of games we're excited for this season, but then we can go over the majority of it next week. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. What's what's highest on the list? What's what's got you most keen? I'm thinking like from like oh we're in September. Fuck me. I don't know. Yeah, it's from now <laughs> until the end of the year, I guess. What's um what's on the uh, highlight? My my like my most anticipated game at the moment uh, is I'm hoping I'll be able to play it uh, this season is uh, the um, Miles Morales Spider-Man Miles Morales. Ooh, I'm, yeah. I'm very excited to. Uh, play that I'm super excited to get my hands on it I'm, I'm, I'm actually getting to that point where it's like like why don't I have it yet I kind of want it now um, <laughs> what, when can I have it I'd really like it now um, yeah that's that's definitely what I'm very excited for um, but if there was anything I had to say I was really like looking forward to on the current gen um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to check out um, pardon me uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 I'm really excited to check uh, that out that's October isn't it uh, October 2nd yep oh yeah. well, that's real soon that's all three weeks away sweet okay yeah they announced that uh, oh what was her name Crash's girlfriend is now a playable character as well oh cool uh, uh, what's not her name Coco. Tiana <laughs> Tiana is that her name Tiana I'm not sure I have not been keeping up that well but the sounds I will I will bring it up I still can't get over the concept of that game just existing, honestly, and sort of I'm just so becoming the fourth game in the franchise. <laughs> Lovely. It's so good. A Torna. Torna is now playable in Crash Bandicoot 4. Yeah, right. It's about time. And if you pre-order the game, you get access to the demo on September 16. That's interesting. Remember, remember when demos yeah. were just part of games and not fucking pre-order bonuses? <laughs> wow. Do you remember when... Um, um, you would go to the store and you would buy a magazine and the magazine would come with a disc full of demos oh true they were the best times ever man they were awesome I loved that shit yeah back on the PS2 and stuff like especially when like I remember one demo we had was for um oh fuck it would have been like one of the WWE like Smackdown vs Raw games like back in you know 06, 05 whatever and you could just do like one exhibition match that was all you were allowed to do on the demo but fuck me, did we get some value out of that demo? And then we ended up buying the game as well. Like, they didn't lose a sale, yeah. but... It's just not like it used to be, yeah. is it? I guess Game I'm, Pass is really sort of filling that hole a little bit. The new age of demos. Problem is, like, with Game Pass, I've, I started downloading World War Z because I'm like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind checking that game out. It's like, oh, 40 gig to try that. It's like, all right, well, I'll try it out next week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 30 gigs in. Um... Yeah, crashed. Good one. Good one. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I've already said I want to get in on Marvel Avengers, so that'll be coming later this year. But I really think I'm, I'm very much a tech guy. Like, I love games, but tech is tech is the the top of the list for me. So obviously, new hardware is really exciting, and I'm looking forward to checking out a few games that I missed this generation and sort of just playing them on new hardware, new light. Um, I wouldn't mind giving like games like maybe Ghost Recon another go. Um, what else? What else have I missed? Like Watch Dogs Two, I'd feel like I need to give another go. I only played a few hours of that, but then again, I'll probably just jump straight into Watch Dogs Legions at that point. Um, so that, that game looks cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. All my eggs were just in Halo. That was that was really yeah. every egg was in that basket, you know. Um, There's no Forza this year. I still actually haven't played Forza Horizon 4. And the fact that that's getting a hell of a patch for the Series X, that, that might be the moment to jump on that. I've got it downloaded on my PC, so who knows, maybe I'll play it before then. Um, but yeah, Miles Morales and then Ratchet and Clank, that's really that's really the, the big picks for me as well. Okay, we're going to talk about this next week. But like, like I said, I've just not been with it lately, so I haven't been on the internet. I just discovered a game that was apparently announced this week and I just completely fucking blanked. There's a new Hyrule Warriors game coming out. Oh, shit, yeah. Should have added that to the list. What the fuck? Oh, when I said I we talked about Nintendo, know. I just, like, skipped over that. Age of... Col- what is this? We're experiencing new things as it happens, people. This has never <laughs> happened before. What the hell? Alright, I've just gotten really super excited for whatever the fuck this is. Because I really, really liked the um, first um, Hyrule uh, Warriors. Um, I only know a little bit of information, so I think I might just let you discover it because... I'll just end up saying something that's inaccurate. Yo, it's a prequel? What the fuck? It's a prequel! It's set during the end of the war. That's cool. That's so cool. And it's set... Oh, that's going to be so badass, actually. I'm super excited for that. Hyrule Warriors Edge of Calamity is canon with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. set 100 years before the events of the game. This would tell the story of the Great Calamity, the battle between Hyrule and Calamity again, and the events that put Link into the Great Hibernation. What a fucking smart idea. Oh, my God. That's such a clever thing to release. That's going to tide people over... Yes. Until Breath of the Wild Two comes out, when it comes like, out this year as well, so much. Alright, the Hyrule Warriors comes out this year, which is so perfect. On oh, November twenty, yes, that is totally a birthday present to myself. Holy shit, <laughs> that's oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get. That's so exciting! Oh my god, that's so exciting! Oh, I need to go... I'm going to go watch this direct. I think I should record my reaction to this direct. I did not even fucking realise that announced that. I saw the Mario stuff. That like The Legend of Zelda stuff must have happened before the Mario stuff. Jesus Christ. That's awesome. That's such a clever thing to do because, like, Hyrule Warriors is such a different style of game as well to Breath of the Wild. It's like, a, like Dynasty Warriors. So, I mean, that's a really good gameplay style to represent really strong characters taking on hordes and hordes of goblins and stuff I'm looking forward to that that, that. Oh, oh, so is that what it is like wave defense type stuff so you know what dynasty warriors is yeah no it's <laughs> okay, so uh, they call they call them a, a musu or a misu game so basically what it is is you're an overpowered beast 
and you're fighting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of enemies and you're just mowing them down like you're god. So these games make you feel like so cool. Like uh, the Dynasty Warriors games are actually black. Their characters are actually based off real life military Japanese heroes, like actual right. people from history that they've just turned into these like like beings of all power. Uh, like and the thought like, oh my god, you'll like be able to play as the champions from Breath of the Wild? Like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna just fucking wreck shop. Wreck fucking shop. That's awesome. Cause I mean, like when you wake up in Breath of the Wild, you're like, there was a war? Oh man, it would have been so cool to play through that war. You're gonna get to play through the war, and that's awesome. Like and it's gonna be canon to the to this universe. They're obviously like the fact that this exists and the fact that it's a prequel and it's canon is like you guys totally respect everyone's love for Breath of the Wild and you're building on this this timeline. If they continue to build off this timeline and we don't see a new link for like years to come, that's fine with me. I feel like this is totally awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm super excited now. No, no. Oh. I, your excitement just makes me want to go back and play more um, Breath oh. of the Wild because that's the first Zelda I've ever played and I'm not that far into it, to be honest. So, um, Oh, Breath of the Wild, fucking so good. Oh, my God. But you do wake so up good. and the first thing, like, you, <laughs> when you find out about it, you just want to know what happened. Like, there's, uh, like, um, I would suggest, like, in Breath of the Wild, there are places where you go and you take photos. And when you take photos, they unlock memories. Okay. There are some memories that take place. Like, there's one memory that takes place the day the war is breaking out. So, like, the day Ganon corrupts the Guardians and suddenly everybody's under attack from the Guardians, there are memories that uh, play through the passing of each champion. So to think that like they're melding the memories with the story of this new game would be awesome like I would love the just the feeling of like Link like Link like not getting along with Rivali and then having Link be there when Rivali dies and like having the Guardians all drop off one by one like how cool would it be like I know I'm just getting so out of whack here and we need to finish and I'm sorry but like I would love for the last level of um because we know Link falls in battle and that's when Zelda takes Link and puts him in the pool and he sleeps for a hundred years. So I would love for the last thing you do in Age of Calamity is you the last mission is Link and it just says survive. That would be so cool. You just fucking fight until you can't fight anymore. Like, like Zelda's trying to perform the ritual and you're just fighting off horde after horde and then eventually you just like lose and I would love for the last thing you see is just like Zelda saying like it's okay to rest now Link and your eyes close and then there's a cut scene of your eyes opening a hundred years later and then everybody who's played this game go play Breath of the Wild if you want to continue the story like that would just be so fucking cool Oh my god, please make it real. I'm so excited. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. What a smart motive. Like, good job, Nintendo. Good job. Nintendo coming in, saving this summer of gaming. <laughs> they've just they've come Feeling in like a white knight. Yeah. I can't wait next week to talk about games we're excited for because like I promise I won't go on about this one too long, but I'm gonna go watch everything I can because now I'm super excited. Oh, that's awesome. What a what a great what a great way to finish the podcast. Talking about upcoming games and you discover oh, discover one. I'm so excited now. It's gonna be like the one YouTube video that gets no views because I'm like two weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm very excited. That's awesome. Um, yeah, well thank you very much for joining me, Jack. I do appreciate it as always. Pleasure as always, definitely. 
yeah, sorry for waffling on there at the end. It's very never, exciting news whenever apologize. Nintendo announces something. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thank you very much to the uh, listeners and viewers as well. If you're over on YouTube, like, thanks so much for supporting us, guys. We really do appreciate it. And um, if you'd like to support us, you can uh, head over to Spotify and listen to this bad boys. It goes up Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, just give it a listen. It's definitely worth it, especially when you get to the point where I uh, cry like a little girl over Zelda. Um, <laughs> or you can wait for Sunday and you can watch the video version up over on YouTube. Uh, Jack, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, mainly on Instagram at Jack7G. So that's spelt the word seven. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the best value you'll get out of me. Cool. And uh, I, uh, you can like if you're watching on YouTube right now, go down to the uh, information section down below. All my stuff is there, but you can find me on... Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, definitely head over and check out the Twitch. I'm going to start streaming again. Like I said, last couple of weeks, I haven't really done much. It's been pretty crazy. But um, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to be getting back into Twitch. I might stream Hyrule Warriors in, in, in anticipation of this new Hyrule Warriors game. I'm very excited, everybody. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Until next time, may all your games be good ones. Keep on gaming, everybody. Catch up. Catch us.